Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Marvin's World Podcast, a podcast where we speak to absolutely scintillating and awesome individuals. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends and give us a review on iTunes. If you didn't, no one heard it. In today's episode, we have an absolutely awesome lady. Uh, absolutely, she is someone that is the pure lesson of not giving a fuck and just letting her go. She is an absolutely hilarious individual and absolutely amazing. You see her on stage and you will not forget her. Please welcome to the stage, Miss Kat Kessisopa. Thank you, Marwin. I'm so happy you can pronounce my name. Wow, <laughs> that is the biggest achievement ever. Because normally when I am on the phone with the bank, for him to get my name, the banker who answered the phone, it usually taking me three hours. <laughs> I even have to give him a porn half break in the middle. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people need, uh, people use, need a certain, <laughs> whatever works, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our weird techniques and things to get us, no, I'm not, no, I'm not going to say going because you're going to lead it. <laughs> we all got things that we got to do, isn't it, Cap? Woohoo! I don't know, but you just caught me earlier with a mouthful of cookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny as well because we know you're 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 known, and you have a story, don't you? You came all the way from Bangkok into England, and then sort of somewhere about maybe seven or eight years down the line, you went in Big Brother, and you're known for your catchphrase, "Cookie Power." Oh yes. Because some people like alcohol, some people like drug, some people like too small. For me, cookie, cookie <laughs> get me high. And I'm off the roof all day, all night with my cookie. And how did you come over to like, what, what was your journey? What made you decide to come to England? Oh, Marwin, are you thinking I'm here from eBay, aren't you? You're uh, not one no. of those people, aren't you? No, don't be silly. I, cat, <laughs> North Asian, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can get away with that. You, you're not going to think I'm from eBay or you not come by next day delivery on Amazon Prime. I, mean, I passed I passed that prom time long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, it'd be quite, a, you know, if people were, if that was a case where someone, if people did get their wives in a, in a cardboard box, it, the box would probably smell because people need to take a shower, don't they? So. <laughs> Are you thinking about shower or golden shower? What's a golden shower? <laughs> Oh no no! <laughs> it doesn't take you long to think. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> I'm sure the cat that's probably been put in some people's food. You know, if 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 people don't like someone, you know, if there's in certain food with rice, you know, someone's probably been like, here's your chicken curry or something. Oh, that's scary. 
But, yeah, tell us, Kat, how did you, what, what, what made you decide, like, right, I'm awesome in Thailand, but I want to conquer England. What, what made you want to come here? Oh, yes. In my years, in those times, in year, around year 2000, every girls and some boys, let me be fair, we all want to be a Spice Girl around year 2000 and I believe I can be a Thai spice so I want to come to the UK and when I arrive in the UK I look around and I spinning around like a like a disco ball out of control spin and spin spin and I realize I I I am just a spicy, craziest thing ever because I'm more like a five spider that been put together in one. Actually, not quite a past spider. See, too miserable for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like my spice as well. You know, like I like sweet and sour with prawn, with um, what's it called? Spring rolls. That's good. Ooh. I don't like it with too much spicy. Why not? I love it hot. The hotter, the better for me. I can't handle it, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Is anything Marwin can't handle? Too <laughs> many things, I think, cat. <laughs> <laughs> How is your Chinese New Year? Uh, what, lots of great Chinese food, cat. Lucky you, lucky I you. I saw you as well. I mean, anyone who's listening to this podcast, Kat is an amazing cook and she, you see her food on Instagram. It's like, whoa. Oh, thank you. Are you not confusing what you see? You see Instagram or you see my OnlyFans account? <laughs> Which one are you subscribing? By the way, if you want to subscribe, all of them Grinder, Instagram, OnlyFans is hashtag PussycatBangkok. You can't forget this. Pussy and cock with the bang in the middle. Let's try this again. Hashtag PussyCat with the K. Bangkok, yes. <laughs> and how how did you? What's this, so you, you came to England as a Spice Girl, the Thai Spice, and like what what made you? How did you like? How did you find England compared to Thailand? And how did it lead to Big Brother? Ooh, I think because I'm more like an out of control disco ball all the time, and one day I get asked from one of the producers if I want to be in Big Brother. However, even they're asking me and they put my form as a target, they still want me to do 50 pages of application form. Worse than that, they are in English. Oh, English is not easy for Thai spies. Trust me. <laughs> and it's hard, hard the other way around too. <laughs> but I did it. And then, yes, here we come. I was in there in 2008 on Channel 4 when Big Brother still in black and white 
in Victorian era, you might watch it when you in a cot like a baby. But what well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was an incredible experience for you, and it was probably difficult as well, Kat. But what what are some things that are unexpected? You know, for, if I was watching you and Big Brother back then, what would you? What are some things that you wouldn't know? What's it really like there that people don't aren't aware of? I would say Channel Channel Four call it a social experiment <laughs> by putting different people, nationality, age group together. However, we have a nickname for this show. People tend to call us a freak show because we just told different. We have an albino guy in our year. We have black boy black ladies we have asian person like myself jewish english we have a person who in their 40 30 20 and when you put us together one thing that we have the same we are an attention seeker so the whole house, 24 hours, become a mental asylum where every one of us try to seek for attention 24-7. Oh. Nowhere to escape at all because we in the house together the whole time. Not even when you go and poo-poo and pee-pee, we have to do it in front of the camera. Marvin, at the time, I wasn't into it yet. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, Kat, we know that you're quite cheeky and I'm pretty sure, did you do a lot of pranks on people there? Did you, did you guys prank each other a lot? I'm sure you did. We do, we do. We like to have fun. We try, we try to find something fun to play all the time. Singing, dancing, playing with each other. Uh, not quite a porn hub way. <laughs> when I say playing with each other, actually it was if I say playing with myself. <laughs> well, oh, how did you not get caught? <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. If your guy said your experience in lockdown is bad, trust me, <laughs> being locked up three months in Big Brother house in 2008 make this lockdown a lot easier. At least we get Marvin podcast to listen to. Yes, a we can listen to the podcast or we can watch Pornhub. But in Big Brother House, it's nothing to do apart from fighting to each other. And yeah, so you just got annoyed with each other. Like it wasn't like, no, no one, it's just you got, because you're in with each other that long, it's just you, you got. It was very... We eat each other's faces all the time. And it's not as fun as sitting on each other's face. It's more like in your face than on your face. Yeah, I mean, that's good now and then again. I mean, you've got to spice things up, I suppose. <laughs> 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 but... Uh... 
how did it so what was it what was it like afterwards so you had that experience and it was obviously hard fun but like how was it when you got interviewed afterwards how did people treat you because i remember speaking to you many times in gigs that you say that you got bothered in the streets people telling you to say cookies all the time yes it's uh you have it upside down it's like you become celebrity from overnight however being famous with our money life is very hard it's taking four or five hours just to walk to get a pint of milk or a package <laughs> of cookie from the tesco express if i don't stop and take a photo with them i will be a snobbing you know a snob bitch so i have to stop and take a picture with everyone my house become trick or treat when people walking back from the club at three four in the morning ringing the doorbell and instead of asking for trick or treat they probably give me a cookie or ask me to say happy birthday to their nan or ask me to say cookie love for their boyfriend or their girlfriend or sometimes they're asking me for for the advice as i become their best friend ever like where do get where do I get a peanut at last man? Or where do I get a peanut deduction? I become everyone's best friend. Everyone just asking me at the weird time. To the point that I have security guard in ASDA have to escort me out to a parking space because a group of kids try to force me to eat cookie inside ASDA a group of teenage kids and a lot of the time when i go to the nightclub or go on the train people licking my face <laughs> oh god <laughs> and, and, and trust me at the time i wasn't into it yet <laughs> you got warmed up to it and you're like oh yes baby more for now, but I like somewhere else. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> you're a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, at the top, it's become quite scary. And I start to get scared to go out. And I start reading a lot of things on internet. And you get a lot of abuse when you get famous. A lot of internet bully, a lot of uh, what do you call a keyboard oh, bully? Yes, I have a lot of that as well. I've been called Hi Miss Picky, and I've been called Agri. They even said I am faking my accent. I'm not from Bangkok, but from Birmingham. Marvin, this accent. How can I fake twenty four seven with this accent? I should get an Oscar. I shouldn't be on reality TV. Yeah, that's a lot yes. of work for reality yeah. TV. This isn't like it's an MI six operation or anything like that. I mean, woman is good at faking, but faking twenty four <clears throat> hour seven for three months. 
Is it impossible? <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. You probably have to have a button and make sure that you press it every like 30 minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> See, how can I come from Birmingham? Impossible. I'm, I am really from Bangkok. So, I mean, you've had quite an interesting life, but like you're involved a lot in the in the LGBT community, and like you've you've also like stumbled into comedy. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did you? I saw that was a big video of you, like starting that Pride Festival a couple years ago with Sadiq Khan, and then like all these videos of you. Like, you're you really are a big supporter of them. Yes, I would identify myself as a drag queen. I have a very close uh, relationship with LGBT community. I have a lot of friends who in the rainbow world. And I believe strongly in equality love. And we should be able to be ourselves and love whoever we want to love. That's why I become an LGBT supporter. And I always go for a walk in pride. And I believe that pride is uh, protesting. It's a way of proving that we need an equality in love. So that's, that's why I think we should all come out and supporting pride. Kat, I've got a strange saying for this, and I want you to hear what you think of it. If someone is uh, is uh, is uh, lesbian, they're hush brown. If they're gay, they're bangers and mash. And if you're straight, you're uh, shepherd's pie. And if you're both, you're full English breakfast. What do you say on that? Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Tasty I like food. the sound of that very much. I would say I want everything on the menu, please. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't exclude anyone or anything. So I will have everything on the menu. <laughs> and yet one thing that I would like to see maybe is a few, what's it called, drag acts go and do comedy because what's it called? There's a very famous comedian called Paula Grady who went and did it. Oh, yes. And I, I, I think what, from what I see of it, like they're very brave and very out there and it would bring a lot of difference to a comedy night because sometimes it's just straight white males doing one line of jokes. And if you bring people that are not like that, it makes it better. Uh, I don't know about the word better because I've been watching a lot of drag queen in the gay bar. That's where I get my drag character and my inspiration. But I find sometimes when you bring the same joke to a straight comedy club, sometimes an audience want to tip me when I do the same joke as in the gay bar. One time, the guy tipped me with £20 note. He put it up at my knicker. I find it so offensive because he's asking for £19 change. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, that's so... <laughs> and 
<laughs> what I try to say is in uh, the LGBT venue or a lot of gay bar that I am working in, the comedy is a bit more saucy, a bit more naughty, and I get my comedy character as a drag act from there. And one thing that I've so would you say that's because you've experienced in drag and in sort of having being a celebrity for a while it's made you less like you're more confident and you don't worry about too many things because of that like it's helped you be more because i mean i admire you because like so many like when whenever i go gigging with you or now i've seen you you're so confident out there and like there's no in in him you don't you don't show that you're socially like with me sometimes we, we have a bit of inhibitions and we feel a bit insecure on certain things but you're you're always what you're always boom 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 hello 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 and would you say that your experiences in drag and being a, on big brother have made you confident with people to be out there and... i think it's quite different marvin for example if you're good at swimming it doesn't mean you are good at bike riding or if you're good at dancing, it doesn't mean you're good at cooking. What I try to say is, I might have an experience in drag or an LGBT, a gay bar, or I might have been a mini celebrity, been famous. However, when you are a comedian, you've been expecting to be funny. And you have a certain rule of being a comedian. Like, okay, you have to make a set up, you make a punchline. And I'm not experienced in that. I am trying to learn. I am trying to get better. I am trying to improve myself. So I guess as a comedy, I am new. I am trying just like everyone else in the circus. Mm. <clears throat> so what what would you say is so what would you say has been how do you compare the world of like reality tv with stand-up and drag wow that's a very difficult question i think with the stand-up like you said a lot of people are quite introvert and quite uncomfortable but when they prepare their set they can perform and make fun it's not necessary that they are having a good time or having fun but in the gay world or in the cabaret world in the cabaret or a drag or lgbt way no i feel like the performer is having fun in the same time as the audience and is project out there they, when they're having a good time audience having a good time with them for reality tv i think it's another thing that the modern reality tv is being stayed not yeah. quite real a lot of them is already uh have an agent already know what they're doing or in my world in my time for 
12 years ago, I completely got no idea to the point that even you being real, people think you faking. And that's quite scary in, in the same way. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's often a common thing, though, isn't it? Like, that's what people say. It's, that's, I suppose because people are quite sceptical. And there's so many examples of where people have been nice or whatever. And when you're being nice, there's two things, right? People either think you're soft and they'll take advantage of you a lot of the times, or they think it's too good to be true. I have that problem myself as well. People tend to think it's faking, but who can fake for, you know, I don't know. It's, it's when it's a reality TV or game show, it's become a condition. It's make people paranoid, make people thinking. And because they spent, people are spending so much time thinking about, oh, did they like my post? Did I do this? Did I do this? Or like, did, instead of just like, so you're very, you just want to enjoy yourself and you try not to think too much. Because do you feel that if people think too much, that's where the depression starts coming? That's where start things start getting difficult for people. Because I agree. Hard. I agree with that. Yes, and 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 I think is by being re on reality TV before, it give me already quite a thick skin in a way that I'm not ashamed or embarrassed to make a fool of myself. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It still hurt. I still got a feeling, but I know how to deal with it. Uh, yeah, it's... Well, it's a, have you heard of a thing called um, the law? It's something like, I had a hypnotist on the podcast, Cap. A while ago and he's he basically learned of this thing called the law of reverse effort so you see like sometimes when a guy puts so much effort into impress a girl and then she's not interested in him and sometimes a guy doesn't show any interest and then she gets really interested in him and then like because sometimes when you're so focused on the outcome of things it has an effect on you whilst if you focus on a process and you just enjoy life and just work on it then things are better for you I guess so. I guess, I guess that can help as well. For example, in like right now, where I am now as a, as a middle-aged woman, I already been famous once. I'm not craving to be famous again. I am lucky as a housewife to be in a position that I'm not, I'm not rich, but I'm not craving for money. For me, comedy is a happiness. That's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm having fun. So I guess, and that's when it's come from my heart, the fun, and and people can feel it too. To be honest, one, I mean, I always keep saying to this to you, but for anyone listening, I've got some improv shows where Kat came up with some absolutely hilarious things where she improvised and what's it called sausage roll for two minutes. And this was the funniest thing I've seen all lockdown. And then she, oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the thing is, you, one thing is I find it interesting sometimes. I would like to see you on set, maybe just talk about any random thing on stage. And I'd love to see the response you get, because I reckon you could probably get on stage and talk whole 10 minutes on, on just any random topic and you have people in fits of laughter. 
Now we talk about the sausage. You really, really, really make me get into it now. <laughs> and now what I try to think, what should I have for dinner? A white sausage, a black sausage, a small sausage, a chipolata, a big sausage, a sausage ring, or a foot-long German sausage, smoky sausage, cheese sausage. Mmm, English sausage, Polish sausage. Mm. I can't get my head away from sausages now, Marwin. Your fault. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'll send. I'll send over a sausage roll in the, in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Marwin sausage roll in the post. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot of connotations there. <laughs> So, one of the things I want to look at is what has have all your experiences in life given you as a person? Like, from when you before you came to the UK, like t Kat, she was twenty years old or fifteen or something, and she 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 new to the world. To when you came into the UK, to when you went to Big Brother, the time after that, and now being a comedian. How have each of those experiences shaped you? And what, what is your biggest lesson in life to anyone that is listening to this episode? I think when before I came to this country, I already uh, performing and hosting event, concert, doing a lot of MC presentation. And when I first came to the UK, I can only do two essays, smile and scream. It's taking me a long time to be able to speak English, to be able to communicate to people. Yeah. So that's, that's what hard. And I guess life is always upside down like a roller coaster. It can always up, it can always down. What you have to do is smile, be happy and go with it. And if someone haven't smiled back at you, just keep smiling back at them. Okay. <laughs> well, that would make them worse. Yes, if they hate you and you keep smiling at them, that would be like, yeah. why are One you? One day smiling? you will win. <laughs> One day you will win. And what, who, who is your sort of hero in life, Kat? Hero? I would love to say RuPaul because he made RuPaul that grace become a mainstream television. We only been allowed gay married or gay or even just gay to be legal only past 50 years, a couple years ago, 52 years. But now RuPaul success in America to make this program come on the mainstream and acceptable. And now we have RuPaul Dark Race in UK, in Amsterdam and all over. He made things that people uh, look down on, for example, for a drag queen in a gay bar, and nowadays it's in, on the mainstream TV. So I, I give him a lot of love and respect to that. And one thing he always said, 
if you can't love yourself how the hell you going to love somebody else can i get an amen for that <laughs> amen <laughs> he is my hero okay and so thank you for coming on the podcast cat what 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 are like some if people want to find out about you and not follow you <laughs> what 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 uh what your social media handles and pe- how, how do people get in touch with you yep you can look for me at cat dot comedian or the easiest way as i said hashtag pussycat bangkok cat with the care if you're not following me i will following you physically Thank you.